Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's podcast. Touchdown, Tiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by one day Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Rondé Barber to the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. What is up, NFL fans? The battling Barber brothers are back. Welcome to Betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports. I'm Ron Kruk, joined, of course, by former New York Giant Tiki Barber and former Tampa Bay Buck Rondé Barber. Guys, what is up? Can you believe we are approaching week number seven in the NFL already? What happened? Yeah, that's what always happens. At some point, you realize the season's like almost halfway over. You're like, wait, we just started this thing. Uh, but teams are starting to identify who they are and who they're not. Like my team, the New York Giants, who have gotten blown out successive weeks. It's kind of getting depressing up here in New Jersey. We are officially at the third, right? At the, the one third through the season, 18 yeah. weeks season through six games. And I think we can all say comfortably that the Detroit Lions are the worst team in football. Uh, we understand why Sean McVay jettisoned Jared Goff. The yeah. matchup this week will prove that if he even plays. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is the part of the season. I, I count um, on my count. I did this right before I got on air today. I think there's 21 teams that are capable of making playoffs right now. Wow. 12 AFC, uh, the entire West and North in the AFC, right? Uh, nine in the NFC, the South and the North have three teams each that are right there. So football's getting good, man. It's uh, wide open for sure. And uh, I mean, I got to join you, Tiki, with my Broncos. Uh, we're pretty depressed here in Denver as well. It's uh, it's getting ugly. That 3-0 and start is a distant memory. <laughs> if I could make one more point since this is a betting show. Yeah, I'll please. Sneaky cover. By the Eagles last week against the Bucks. Oh man, what uh, a bad beat! What the a two-point conversion with uh, as time's running out, they get it and they cover that. That was that was uh, I think the bad beat of the year, guys. You know, you know what's even worse? The Bucks go down on the next drive trying to kill the clock, and they get it to like I don't know. They convert a third and twelve or something to a b, and they get it to like the 15 yard line and I'm yelling at the screen. Hey, PA kick that field goal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, and full disclosure, we things. all loved that Tom Brady over two and a half point uh two and a half touchdown passes in that game and he throws two in the first quarter sitting yep. pretty, right? Yep. Man. <laughs> That was a tough one. 
But you know what? That's uh, why we move on to week number seven. Uh, before we do move on, just a couple of quick notes. Um, favorites last week, guys, up again, covering in eight games while underdogs came through uh, in six. The underdogs now are 51 and 43 against the spread this season, but that gap has closed dramatically after the dogs held nearly a two to one edge three weeks ago. As we come into week number seven, many in the fantasy football world are referring to this as bipocalypse week. That is because we have six teams that are off. Uh, The Bills, the Vikings, the Jags, Cowboys, Chargers, and Steelers all have the week off. So got to do some juggling with your lineups. And uh, so we only have 13 games going down. Before we get to our first game, just some massive lines, guys. Quickly, your take on on this. The Rams, 15.5-point favorites over the Lions. Bucks, 12.5 over the Bears. And then a spread that looks like Ohio State versus Illinois. The undefeated (laughs) Cardinals, 18.5-point favorites over the Houston, Texas. These are some massive lines. Well, I mean, I think we've seen some of these teams that are just clicking on all cylinders on offense. We've been talking about the Cardinals every week. Like how do you how do you stop them? They they have this 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 wide open offense. They have two good runners uh that are getting things done. Kyler Murray's got to be somewhere in the top of the MVP conversation and yep. they got an embarrassment of riches at the wide receiver position. Oh, and by the way, they're playing good defense as well. So, like what do you do against the Arizona Cardinals, especially if you're a bad team you can get blown out which is what yeah. happened the last couple of weeks and if you're if you're looking at the other like the bucks chicago that game's at home so i think that it's for the bucks i think that moves that line a little bit closer but chicago's played well you know they got the number one uh uh they, number one sacks n- most sacks in the nfl this year and they're a top 10 defense so that that line being 12 I, i'm not sure uh that, that that's uh one that I would jump on, yeah. um, but, but but to the point we were making when we first started opening, teams are starting to show who they really are. So that Detroit line, that I, I think I say this every week about the bad teams in the league, that could be as high as you want it to be. I think LA might score a hundred in that game. It's it's going to be that that type of week. They just Detroit doesn't know how to win, and Jared Goff doesn't know how to translate what is not actually a bad season to getting a, a, a W in the, in, in the, in the, in the appropriate column. So uh, you get it, you know, betters are betting. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's that time of year. All right, let's move on to game number one, guys. The one we chose is the Philadelphia Eagles are traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders Eagles two and four Raiders four and two. I mean, if any team, would thrive off of turmoil and chaos. It would be the Raiders who put the drama of their head coach, John Gruden, uh, behind them, go into Denver, run up and down the field on the Broncos, embarrass their division rivals, and get an easy 34-24 to victory, winning outright as an underdog. Meanwhile, the Eagles went down at home to the Bucks, 28-22, but as we discussed, covering um, with that two-point conversion at the end of the game. We come into week number seven, and the Raiders opened as a minus three-point favorite. That line has held. They are still at minus three. The over-under opened at 48, 
but it currently sits at 49 total points. Of course, the odds coming in from superbook.com. Tiki, let's start with you. Break down this matchup. Yeah, I absolutely love the Raiders laying three here simply because of how uh, empowered they feel with Rich Bisaccia, who we talked about last week, taking over Greg Olson uh, as the offensive coordinator, having some freedom uh, to run this offense like he wants to. But really, when I look at this, it's, it's the other side that gives me so much confidence that the Raiders are going to do so well in this game. The Philadelphia Eagles are a team that have just started slow every single week. Now they make games. They see it every see it every week. They came back and actually won one a couple of weeks ago against the Miami Dolphins, but they start every game slow. And I think a lot of that is because Nick Sirianni, their head coach, is trying to do too much. Right? Two years, a year ago, nobody knew Nick Sirianni's name. I mean, he's been he's been around the, the league for a while, but nobody knew his name. Now he's the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's insisting on calling plays. And so what we see, like we saw last week, they ran the ball one time in the first half. I mean, it becomes Crazy. ridiculously unbalanced and puts too much pressure on Jalen Hurts, who's just learning how to be a quarterback in the NFL. Shane Steichen, their offensive coordinator, was the OC with the Los Angeles Chargers last year. He helped develop and grow uh, uh, Herbert, Justin Herbert, into the player that he was last year. Empower him. And until they do, I think the Eagles are going to struggle, especially against a very motivated Raiders team. So for me, laying three, if you're the Raiders, this is an easy bet. Uh, well, again, Tiki, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And this one's kind of easy to be on the same side as you with. I was actually shocked when this only came out at three at home. Granted, Philly has two wins and both of them have been on the road, but to your point, it, it doesn't matter. First, and before I get started, congrats to Rich Bisaccia. He was my special teams coach. Yeah, it's yep, first great win. Where going to Denver, they get five sacks. You know, Max Crosby has three. They get three interceptions. The team looked like a team that was motivated to, to do exactly what they did, which is go on the road and dominate. Now, I look at this matchup, and Philly has a better pass D than Denver did, but they only have 11 sacks on the year. So if you can't pressure Derek Carr, you've got no chance of stopping Ruggs, Renfro, and Waller. Darius Slay, good, he's a good corner. Steven Nelson, he's a good corner. They're going to get run by. Like The only chance is if the Raiders, who don't run the ball very well, if you can get them off the field, say Carr is having a bad day, because he's had a couple of those. You know, Prior to this game, he had two back-to-back -back games that weren't so well. They don't run the ball, so they can't eat up the clock. That's where Philly can come back into the game. But to Tiki's point, too much pressure on Jalen Hurts. They have a good runner in Miles Sanders. He showed it last week. Get him the ball. Get him some touches. If they don't do that, then I think the Las Vegas Raiders cover this easily. Yeah, I couldn't disagree with you guys on this one, too. I was a little shocked that the line opened at minus three. It stayed steady. Uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, the Eagles are coming in rested. They played on Thursday, but the Raider offense has hit on all cylinders. Um, you know, Waller and Ruggs really picking up their game right now. So uh, I like the Raiders in this one as well. Clean sweep across the board. Stay on top of the latest odds and line movements at Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app today and, of course, get in on the action. Make sure you're following us on social media as well, at Superbook Sports. All right, guys, uh, game number two. We roll on here with week number seven in the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs, with a 3-3 three and three record, travel down to uh, Tennessee to take on the Titans' 
four and two record for Tennessee. Really, it seemed last week that Kansas City got back to their old ways, guys, with that dominant 31 to 13 cover over the Washington football team. And the Tennessee Titans, wow, what a win for them, stopping a Bills quarterback Josh Allen on uh, as the game was winding down to pull off the upset and win outright as a five-and-a-half-point underdog on Monday Night Football. Uh, Superbooksports.com, the odds. Kansas City, guys, opened up as a minus-four favorite. They are currently sitting at a minus-five-and-a-half-point favorite, money coming in on Kansas City. The over-under, that opened up at 56. It now sits at 57 uh, points. Uh, Rondé, we'll start with you. Give us your thoughts on the Kansas City Tennessee matchup. Yeah, I think this is the the game of the week in a in a in a game in a week short of really good games. This is probably the best one. And you know, my uh, I didn't see that coming moment from last week was Tennessee beating Buffalo. And I know they they made some great stops down down the uh, down the stretch there to do it, but. I always thought is Tennessee this year as a team that wasn't quite good enough. You know, the quarterback's not playing well. They, they're they really one-dimensional. Uh, that being said, <laughs> Derrick Henry will expose your lack of courage running through your spine. I mean, he, he had 143 yards last week. And I know I'm probably stealing some of Tiki's thunder because he's the running back here. But how often <laughs> That's do you what see, brothers do. How often do you see a running back rush for 7.2 yards per carry? It, it's unprecedented what he's doing. Um, uh, he's leading the league by far in rushing yards. Nick Chubb is a like a distant 200-plus yards behind him. Um, and, and so I, I say, look, if you can stop Derrick Henry, not easy to do. Your quarterback, Ryan T- Tannehill, has been pretty pedestrian this year. Um, you know, their, their leading receiver is Julio Jones, who, by the way, is hurt again. Uh, I think it, there's five guys on this team with double-digit catches. None of them are more than 17. By comparison's sake, Tyreek has 46 catches by himself. So do I think it's going to be easy for Kansas City to go on the road, which is a pretty good atmosphere right now in Tennessee, and and go in and and cover five and a half? I don't think it's easy, but I do think that they can do it. I'm saying that that this this is a good number. They're going to win by at least six points against Tennessee. Yeah, I got to go completely opposite you on this one, simply because I see see what I see. And when I watched Derrick Henry, whether it was a couple of weeks ago where he, I forget who who they were playing, he had 11 carries for 31 yards in the first half. He finished with 130 and and a couple of touchdowns. The dude is just a monster. The Seattle Seahawks in week three or whatever it was, they were destroying the Tennessee Titans. How'd they get back in the game? Turned around and handed off to Derrick Henry for uh, two and a half quarters. And he racked up 130 yards and a couple, three touchdowns in that game to bring them back on the ground. Who does that? No team does. That Crazy. except for the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. I know you stole some of the Thunder Ronde. He's led the league in rushing and touchdowns two years ago. He led the league in rushing and touchdowns last year. He's going to lead the league in rushing and touchdowns this year. He's already in the Hall of Fame, if you ask me. This dude is a monster, he's a beast, and he's a different type of animal. Uh, with that being said, he can be stopped. He can be uh, contained, but I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs can do it. Still one of the worst defenses in football. To me, I like the Tennessee Titans covering this five and a half at home. The atmosphere is going to be heightened. They're starting to feel good about themselves, and Mike Vrabel has them playing at at a high level against especially their top opponents. Also, 
Pat Mahomes' turnover propensity is a little bit troubling to me. Um, yeah. He gets away with it. Like yeah. He got away with it against Washington. They had 274 yards or something, but only 10 points in the first half because they kept turning the football over. He corrected it, and it was an explosion. But that worries me against a good, a well-coached team like Mike Vrabel's Tennessee Titans are. Give me the Titans plus five and a half. Superbook.com current odds of this recording. Uh, the Chiefs are a five and a half point favorite, and the over under is at 56. Uh, I, guys, quickly for my take, it, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs when that offense seems to be rolling, but then you look at that defense and it is still bad. And when you have a workhorse like Derrick Henry coming in, I think that will be huge. Tiki, you mentioned it too. The KC has a league worse. 13 giveaways right now and it doesn't help when you know Mahomes is throwing the ball underhand 30 yards down the field but uh, I I don't love this game um I I'm going a slight lean I'm going to take Tennessee plus the points I do like the over in this one a lot a great uh, prop bet coming in from superbooksports.com Derrick Henry rushing yards the over under is set at 127 mm-hmm. and a half yeah, well, if you're going to take the Tennessee Titans with, with the points or on the money line, you better go over because well, that's the only way they're doing it. Well, that bad Chiefs defense, I think they're 135 yards a game on the ground. Against so, average players. Average not average. <laughs> so, yeah. My, my only other caveat here is that if Kansas City doesn't win this game, right, and I think they're starting to feel a sense of urgency, still sitting three weeks in now, we've been talking about this, sitting on the bottom of the AFC West, right. it's, it's, you know, now you start looking yourself in the mirror and like, okay, maybe, maybe something isn't right with this team this year. So I, I that's why I think they're going to win. I think the urgency is right now for this team entering the second third of the season. That just sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point though. And Tennessee coming off that huge emotional win uh, over Buffalo. Uh, quickly, the odds to win that AFC West, the Chiefs are still major favorites. They're one and one to win it pretty much what? even. The Vegas, yeah, uh, Vegas comes in. They're 15 to two odds to win the AFC West. And the Chargers are a plus 160. So even though they're at the bottom of the uh, division, uh, the odds makers still have the Chiefs, the favorites to win that division. All right, guys, let's uh, now talk about your games of the week. Superbook Sports, Barber Brothers Game of the Week. Before you lock in your picks this week and make sure to keep on top of the latest lines at Superbook.com and download the Superbook Sports app. All right, Tiki, uh, Game of the Week, what you got for us? I have the Washington football team going out to storied Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the line has gone down to nine, eight and a half. It started uh, over nine. It's down to eight and a half now. So some some money's going uh, to the to the to the Skins here, or formerly the Skins, the Washington football team. Yep. But he, he, to me, this is an easy uh, cover for the Green Bay Packers at at eight and a half at where it is right now. And obviously, we could talk about a Aaron and how well he plays, and Devontae <laughs> Adams and the run game that's been fantastic, and uh, his ability ability to lift this team especially after their ugly start where they lost to the Saints who aren't a very good team this year but they lost to the Saints they've ripped off five in a row it hasn't all been pretty but they find ways to win to me this is more about the Washington football 
team and their regression the last couple of weeks. Quietly, by the way, the Green Bay Packers are a top five defense in the National Football League. Uh, but the Washington football team, Taylor Heineke, has regressed significantly the last couple of games. Yes. One touchdown, uh, three interceptions, uh, and just a, an inefficiency in operating this offense. They have talent. Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, and J.D. McKissick coming out of the backfield. But their defense is getting gashed, run through over and over and over again. A team that has a plethora of first-rounders on that defensive side of the ball is ranked 31st in the league right now. I just don't think Washington is in a good state right now. And so give me the Green Bay Packers uh, covering this eight-and-a-half at home in Lambeau. It's probably going to be a little chilly, too. It's getting to that kind of time of year. Well, I think to your point, once you put a, a quarterback that everybody is begging for in the position to be the guy, yeah, you find out if he is the <laughs> That's guy. guy. Yeah. Right? So uh, we used to have a saying, are you hot or is this your game? <laughs> Seems like you know, Heineke was just hot. It's not <laughs> his game. So I, I, I agree with you. My, my only thing with Green Bay is that they're keeping games too close. I agree. And I agree with the defense is that the defense has gotten better. Joe Barry's first time coordinator there. Uh, he's kind of finding his way and he's actually started finding his way with injuries in the secondary, which means one thing only ever means one thing. Keep it simple, stupid Yeah, play, play defenses that don't allow you to get beat uh, the way that they've been getting beat early in the year. And, and so they, they've improved. All right. My game of the week. Uh, and this is this is rare for me because it's uh, I got the Ravens two two weeks in a row is my game of the week wow. um, second week in a row and it's it's uh, Bengals at Ravens and I know that I'm a Cincy homer I've been doing it all year but I just been riding them and it's paid off Rondo I, I can't get off of this football team because look they Cincy is four and two they've lost two games by a combined six points so this when I looked at this spread it's six and a half. Um, I definitely know that Joe Burrow and company will provide a, a, a better challenge than Justin Herbert and the Chargers did last week. I mean, I know the Ravens played great. 208 total yards allowed, only 14 first downs. That is not going to happen against the Cincinnati Bengals. Jamar Chase is fourth in the NFL in yards. He has five touchdowns. Joe Burrow is completing 70% of his passes. Tyler Boyd is an act is actually a pretty good number two receiver right now. Um, so they have options to keep it close. And if they're able to get a run game going with Joe Mixon, I'm saying there's no way they won't be closer than, than six and a half points. Actually, you may have a chance to win. It's a division game, right? It's a rivalry game early in the year that actually means something. And I think this Bengals team is is prime. They're still prime because Baltimore hasn't played great. You know, they beat the crap out of uh, the Chargers last week. Yeah, that was big. Lamar did Lamar-type things last week. Yeah. Lamar only had 180 yards and, you know, they, they, they controlled the time of possession and they took advantage of Staley's propensity to take dumb risk you know eventually that was going to come back and get the chargers and it, and it got the it got the chargers last week the Bengals won't do that this week great stuff guys wrapping up your games of the week uh a.a ron is a 12 to 1 favorite to win the mvp and i loved it this week tom brady um congratulated rogers on his new ownership uh with the chicago bears that was <laughs> very kind of him and uh and yeah ronde i mean huge matchup in the afc north and we could end week seven with the Bengals in a tie for first place the Bengals. That's Can crazy. Believe that. Yeah, everybody thought they were bottom dwelling this year because Joe Burrow, a hey, towards ACL, he's not going to be ready. Yep, and that played, played terrible in the preseason. 
played yeah. awful. Probably on, probably on purpose, to be honest with you, now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give props to Cincinnati, how they've turned things around there for sure. All right, it's now time for a new segment. We are going back to the futures. Yes, let's join Doc Brown and Marty McFly <laughs> as we check out three different futures wagers from Superbook.com. Guys, if we only had that Gray's Sports Almanac that Biff had ah, in Back nice. to the Future 2, our picks would be on fire. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be keeping it in my back pocket, you know, no. rolled up and like for somebody to steal. Smart, <laughs> smart. Or Biff, 100%. All right, they look at three futures bets currently available on Superbook.com to wager on. Guys, number one, let's check out some Super Bowl current odds putting the spotlight on the Green Bay Packers, who uh, their odds are currently 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Tiki, we'll start with you. Your thoughts? Yeah, 12 to 1. I mean, I, I, I guess I can look at that and say it's okay. The one thing about this Green Bay Packers team, and we see it with LaFleur now as their head coach and the relationship that he's developed, which felt a little testy early on with Aaron Rodgers, is now blossomed despite the turmoil of this past offseason uh they are clicking on all cylinders right now winning games whether it's ugly or or, or beautifully they're winning and that's and, and i think more importantly their pedigree right once a team has had a veteran presence that's gone deep into the postseason each of the last couple of years they've been in the nfc championship game unfortunately they haven't pushed through but we know it, that that means something uh, because you know what it takes to get to that point. 12 to 1, I would take those odds as e easily for the Green Bay Packers, despite them not being, you know, one of the top favorites to 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 win the Super Bowl. I would take that in a heartbeat. I, I mean, if you're if you're betting, yeah, take it. But I, I'll say this about Green Bay. Been in the past two NFC championship games, haven't been. How many Super Bowls has Aaron Rodgers played in? Wow, yeah, just one. Just one, right? Yeah, He's true. been to the most NFC championship games for Maybe Donovan's up there too, but yeah. that haven't progressed. I think, I think they're, I think they're tied, right? They may be tied, right? I, whatever it is, they they got to get through the NFC first. That would be my hesitation on a twelve to one bet for Green Bay because there's too many good teams in the NFC. Starting with starting with the, the defending Super Bowl champions and the Dallas Cowboys, who might be the best team in football. They have yeah. one. Yeah, they're turning the ball over a lot. It's kind of it's a little bit it's a little bit of smoke and mirror. I'm just telling you, it's a little bit of smoke and mirror. A lot. I mean, they tend to balance out. You know, True. We, we, oh, we they, they take them away too. We yeah. won a Super Bowl in Tampa, not last year, but when I was playing, by taking the ball away, we had nine touchdowns that year on on defense. That was what propelled us to the Super Bowl, and I think Dallas is kind of doing the same thing. But anyways, back to the point. Green Bay, twelve to one. Eh, take it if you want. I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm. I'm jumping on that though right now. They have. They still got to prove it. The current odds coming in from Superbook.com. The defending champs, the Bucks, are five to one to win the Super Bowl. Bills six to one. Chiefs seven to one. And then coming in at eight to one, Cards, Cowboys, and Rams. And if you want to take a flyer on the. Uh, the Detroit Lions, you're getting yeah. five thousand to one, guys. Nice. What, was the Ram, what was the Rams again? Eight to one odds. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Interesting. Maybe we'll <laughs> we'll talk about them next week. Let's move on to uh, our Back to the Futures bet number two, uh, turning the spotlight on the NFL MVP. Kyler Murray is the favorite to win with seven to two odds, but we're talking about 
Dallas quarterback Dak Prescott, guys, who currently has five to one odds to win the MVP award. Your thoughts? I, well, I, I think I made this clear last last week that Tom Brady is going to be an MVP. He's leading the league yeah. in passing still. He's second in touchdowns. He completed 80. You think he was talking about uh, Lamar completing 87% last week? Tom yeah. Brady completed 81% last week. Now, is, is, is Dak at 5-1 to one a, a good bet? I, I'd say no because it, it, I don't think he's going to get there. No now, chance. I watch that, and I see marked improvement almost every week. He throws some balls, Teak, and you can agree with this because you watch yep. the games where you're like on the run, pinpoint accuracy, and you're like, that is why were we ever considering this guy not being a top tier quarterback? That's right. Why exactly. did that why did the Cowboys wait so long and cost right. themselves an extra fifty million dollars? I, I, do, I don't know. You know what? Because they wanted to set the market for the rest of the quarterbacks and, and bury everybody else's cap. But yeah. that's 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 another argument. That's, for a, that's, little, that's anyway. a little insider stuff. <laughs> five to one odds. I would. I wouldn't take it because I just don't no. think he's. I, 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 five to one. I hate for one reason, Ron. One reason. I don't trust Dak Prescott staying healthy. He's mm. he's hurt again. You know, we heard his shoulder in the preseason. Uh, he played through it, and he's fine. Like it, apparently, he's fine. I don't know what it actually feels like on, on on Monday mornings after a Sunday game. Now he throws that you know overtime touchdown, which was yeah. on the money. Same thing on the yeah. run. CD Lamb, like beautiful. He he lands awkwardly. He, I mean, his limp into the locker room was ugly. That wasn't like yeah, I got a little strain here. He was like really limping. So, yeah, so I, I just don't trust him staying healthy. Five to one. That's I, I don't I don't love that at all the other five to one favorite to win the mvp award josh allen still a five to one i would take that one tom brady seven to one and aaron Rodgers twelve to one a a ron it's not a ron 12 to one i i kind of like that one too all right guys number three in our back to the futures a wager we're going to get a little crazy, and the NBA tipped off this week, so we're going to go to the hardwood for this uh -oh. last future bet. <laughs> and let's take a look at the Brooklyn Nets, guys. They are the favorites to win the NBA championship. Even after they got dog-rolled by the, <laughs> by the Milwaukee Bucks. Correct, correct. Wow. They are still the favorites to win five to two odds. Your thoughts? If Kyrie somehow gets available for this team, which doesn't seem likely, he's set in his ways, he's not going to get vaccinated, New York City being New York City is not going to lift its indoor vaccine mandate for large gatherings. And so I don't see him playing. They've already rescinded, the Nets have, uh, Josiah, have already rescinded uh, his extension, which was a big money extension. Uh, this is going to sour, I think, really quickly, especially because we've now seen Kevin Durant, KD, the other, the, the guy who went there because of Kyrie basically say he's got to do what he's got to do. Uh, I can't, I can't change his mind. Uh, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's fracturing, but it's just not the same like kumbaya story that it felt mm. like it was going to become last year. Now, last year, we all know what happened. They have battle injuries. I think collectively in the playoffs, they played 11 games together, KD, James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Uh, who knows if they play any together this year, I don't love this bet at all, simply because I don't think they're going to get right uh, in, in enough time to be a viable candidate in the East. And by the way, Giannis, he's winning the MVP this year. He's already right. improved his jumper. I mean, the dude is, he's assisting now, right? He gets yeah. to the lane and kicks it over to Grayson Allen, who drills a three point. I mean, who the hell is this guy? What can't he do? So, uh, yeah, I don't like that about the Nets. Ronde? 
I don't know anything about professional basketball. I just don't watch it. But I know one thing. If it doesn't involve the Milwaukee Bucks, it's not happening. <laughs> whatever, I love it. Whatever I that love it. Good are, I'll take them. <laughs> and the current odds, uh, we, we just mentioned it. It's Brooklyn, uh, five to two odds. The Lakers come in at four to one. To Dude, win they got the too. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors, who don't have Clay Thompson beat them. Come it's on. Warriors, seven to one. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And the defending champs, the Bucks, seven to one. Utah, 14 to one. And uh, the Nuggets out here in Colorado, 25 to one. All right. Hey. Superbook Sports is giving you a chance to hang out with the Barber Brothers on Super Bowl weekend in Las Vegas. All you have to do is send us in a question for the guys via Twitter. Uh, the handle is at Superbook Sports, at Rondé Barber, at Tiki Barber, and at R. Cruck. And you're in. It's just that simple. We've got some fantastic questions the last few weeks. We continue with that trend this week. Guys, the question comes in via Twitter from Lizbeth uh, at Swiss Skydiver Five. Interesting. Um, that's a that's a story in itself. But yep, it goes something out I will Ron. never do. I will yes. never ever do. What's that? Skydive. Yeah, perfectly good plane. No, yep. <laughs> I had a chance once, guys. I opted against it, and uh, my dad was really upset at me for not doing it. But. You know, can't win. Um, all right. This one goes out from Lisbeth to Rondé for this one. It says, uh, she says, Rondé, you would be a good coach. Have you ever thought about getting into coaching and coaching DBs? No, for only one reason. Uh, it's an age old adage uh, that uh, I used to make fun of my really good coach friends now, still. You know, those that, can do those that can't coach. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Tiki, I'll throw it out to you. You ever think about yeah, going no. down the coaching path? I have no patience for coaching <laughs> at all. At all. I love, I love kids. I love like seeing them develop, but if I teach you something once and you don't get it, then I got no yeah. use for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I do like, I do like acting like a coach and like pretending that I know everything. Uh, like I talk, I talk to, I do spend some time with, with the young DBs here in Tampa every now and then, yeah. and, uh, they'll pick my brain and, I, and I'll give them my ideas. Cause I watch a lot of film. I, you know, I can see deficiencies in technique and, you know, understanding route concepts and all that stuff. So, you know, Raheem Morris, my, my boy, he always asks me when you come to coach with me, I'm like, as soon as they start paying assistant coaches a lot more money than they pay. Right now. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't have patience for these kids anymore. Yeah. So basically you want to be like a grandparent here. I'll watch you, but yeah. you got to go back home. Yeah, <laughs> there okay. you go. I don't blame you guys. I, I've, I'm coaching my fifth graders flag football. Team oh, that, so I'm already uh, way too great from doing that. Um, unbelievable. Good stuff, guys, as always. Uh, we appreciate it. Make sure you can send us a question anytime during the week for the Barber Brothers. Uh, just hit us up at Superbook Sports. Make sure to sign up at Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app for the latest odds and follow Superbook on social media at Superbook Sports. And you can always check out the show on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, and the podcast version on Apple and Spotify as well. For Rondé and Tiki Barber, I'm Ron Cruck. We'll see you next week again for Betting 
the Barbers. You've been locked into the Betting with a Barbers podcast. 10, 5, touchdown Tiki Barbers! Presented by Superbook Sports, featuring former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki and Rondé Barber, and featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today, and never miss out on the Barber Twins' weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Rondé Barber broke up the play. Rondé Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.